You're listening to your superpowered mind on the Superpower Up podcast, the show that investigates the innate power within your brain to create lasting change. Hello, everyone. Welcome to your superpowered mind. I'm Kristen Maxwell, and in this show, we explore the process of transformation and give you tools and strategies that you can use to transform your own life. Today, I am talking to Royce Morales about how to find peace in the midst of chaos. Royce Morales is a renowned spiritual teacher, and she is a transformational inner journey guide who helps people to dig up the roots of their subconscious program blocks that create self-sabotaging limitations. She's the author of three books and works with people both online and in person to help them uncover what is standing in the way of finding peace. Royce, welcome to your superpowered mind. Thank you so much. This is an honor. Thank you. I am so excited. Having gone through your work and seeing what you do, I really think we could all um, use some of your magic and tools and skills to to get out of sort of our pattern responses and find a little bit more peace. So absolutely, <laughs> yes. So, but first, let me always, I always start with this question. What superpower did you uncover as the result of mastering your mind? Well, it certainly didn't happen from mastering my mind. (laughs) What, What happened was all of a sudden people arrived in my life that wanted some of the information that apparently I had that I didn't even know that I had. And I just started trusting words that that came out of my mouth at the perfect time that seemed to help people. And it turned into classes and teachings. And it was all about just trusting, you know, I, I don't really like to call it channeling because that's not really what I do, but it's just kind of trusting that words will come to me. They just kind of appear. And I feel as though I have to say them. And if I don't, I... I feel like I I can't breathe sometimes (laughs) and really what the words are just kind of allowing people to get in touch with their own truth and themselves and their fears and their own power. It's always words that seem to be what, what people really need to hear. So I guess that would answer your question. Yes. Yes. And Oh boy, would I love to be able to entirely trust the words that come out of my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) That is something I am still working on. I'm yeah. definitely times where I'm more tuned into it and and less in others. So, well, you know, one of the things that I love is, um, you know, in looking at your work and, and your books is you talk about how we can see life from a higher consciousness from a different perspective from you know right now it's 2020 there are so many things going on that are that are crazy and unsettling unsettling how do we even start to see these (laughs) things from a different perspective oh what a great question Well, like anything, if something is going on, whether it's the craziness that we're experiencing right now or personal 
issues or fears or buttons or patterns that won't resolve. I help people look at what's really going on underneath all of that stuff. So if something, I'll, I'll just use a simple example. If something gets you angry or pushes your button or, you know, annoys you, there's something that was triggered. There was something deep inside of you that got triggered by that experience. And I help people discover the roots of of the uh, reaction that they're having so that they can resolve it. And not only that, I help them see kind of even beyond that in terms of what are we, what are you supposed to learn spiritually from what's going on? So right now with all the stuff going on, there are <laughs> endless spiritual lessons that we all can get from all these things. And I help people do that so that they're not caught up in, you know, running around like a crazy person or being reactive or, you know, burning down buildings or whatever. So that there's, there's always some deeper aspect, some lesson, some spiritual higher consciousness lesson that we are, you know, why we're given these situations or why we find ourselves in these situations. So, yeah, that's kind of how it works. Okay. Yeah. And, and so, just because I, I work well with examples for myself, and I suspect other people do too, you know, let's use, I don't even know which one to pick. Okay, I'm in California. There are fires here everywhere. Just crazy, crazy, crazy fires. It's scary. What, is there something to learn in those fires for us? In our response well, to those fires, I'm sorry, I'm asking you hard questions. So, oh no, that's that's fine. Well, uh, again, it's everything is really all the same in terms of, um, you know, the fire brings up certain issues that you need to look at, or the political situation brings up certain issues that you need to look at, and it could be you, and it could be a, a mass consciousness that needs to address these things. But no matter what the situation is we can get some value from it. We can see and understand why we've chosen. And I, I know people hate that word when I say chosen, but everything on some level was chosen to go through and to experience. So maybe the fires are here to teach us that, you know, we can protect ourselves or that we need to change how we're perceiving the environment or we need to be active in terms of um, ecological awareness that, you know, there's something, some big lesson from that. And there's also probably some personal lessons from that as well. Um, you know, and it's frustrating because people will say, people will bring up examples like that. And I always want to say, well, I, I don't know what it means to you. You know, you're the one that has to kind of figure out what it means to you. To me, it means, wow, I need to have a, <laughs> I need to have a, a, everything packed in my car and ready to go. And why am I so afraid of losing my, my possessions? And what is that about? You know? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. That. That's, yeah. that's where, I mean, if we really go, there's, yes, there's protecting the world, approaching the world differently, each other. And then there's also the, right. What, what does it mean that I'm so worried about my things? Exactly. Yeah. And that shows that there's something that's being triggered from way back. You know, that type of, of um, reaction to something really would indicate to me that there is something way the heck back there in some past life or in some something maybe in, in this life that's being brought to the surface from that experience. 
And I find that the more massive the experience, the more people need to learn things from it. You know, it's one thing to, you know, to uh, break your favorite toy and learn, learn something from it versus having your whole house be destroyed. So, you know, there's something really big, there's something magnified about this experience for all of us. Yeah, it's the it's the threat yeah. of it. Yes. Okay, let me, um, we do need to take a quick break, a very quick break. But before we go, where can people learn about you and your books and your programs? Well, my website is RoyceMorales.com. Um, it's also my teachings are called Perfect Life Awakening. So either one will get you to my website. And I talk about my, my teachings and I do have a page that talks about my books and uh, what to expect from these teachings, from this inner work. So that's where you can find me, RoyceMorales.com. Great. Thank you. Hang on, everyone. When we come back, we'll tie, uh, talk a little bit more about how to find peace in the midst of chaos. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Welcome back, everyone. I am talking to Royce Morales today. And so before we went to break, you were talking about how when we're triggered by things that are happening in the world, there's something way back that's being brought to the surface. So what what do you mean when you say that? Well, maybe there was a time in a past life or even in this life that you experienced something that was similar and you haven't resolved it. Um, you know, we, we keep repeating patterns in our life over and over and over again because we haven't gotten the lesson from them yet. We haven't resolved the emotional level of something. We haven't resolved the spiritual level. We haven't learned what we're supposed to learn from these events so who knows, you know, maybe back in 2000 BC, there was a horrible <laughs> worldwide fire that went on and we, you know, maybe didn't do what we were supposed to do and, and lost everything. And, we're, and now we're being triggered by the fires that are going on in California. So yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of things. And when people start doing the inner work, they discover all kinds of interesting places that things come from. You know, whether it's between lives or past lives or this life, it's, there's always something that gets triggered. Yeah. How, how much do you find that people, that stuff is from a past life? You know, and how do you discover that? This, because I don't know how familiar some of our listeners are with that idea and what they think. So what, what's your experience around that? Well, that um, because we are physically present in this life. This is the one that I like to have people focus on a lot. But 
when people are ready, it's just kind of a natural occurrence that they go further back, especially if something isn't resolving. So if I'm trying to figure out why I'm so triggered by a fire and I keep looking in this life and nothing gets resolved, it just sort of naturally starts to unfold that their memory goes into deeper levels and they discover past life influences that are, that are actually causing their triggers. Um, some people are never ready to do that. You know, some people have had enough to look at in this life that they, they don't even need to go further back. But a lot of times, you know, I would say maybe nine times out of 10, that's where the work I do ends up going. I don't insist on it. I don't force people. I don't say we're going to look at a past life. I trust what comes up for them in the inner work that I do. Yeah. And how does that, how does that kind of stuff come up? Well, I mean, just what kind of work is this? Is there, can you explain that a little bit? Sure. Yeah, I guess I should. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a guided meditation. Um, and I say, I, I use the word guided kind of in quotes because I don't direct people where to go. Um, but I assist people in a meditative state to look back and see what memories come to them. Um, and what we specifically look for are incidents that contained pain or loss. Um, and we were always looking for very specific incidents. So in other words, I'm going to look for um, the time that my parents got divorced. You know, that's kind of a concept and it might have been painful and, and it felt like a loss. But what I need to look for specifically is a moment in time when I had that realization that they were getting a divorce or when dad you know, picked up his bag and ran out the door screaming something, you know, so there's a specific incident that becomes what I refer to as a programming moment, where we make decisions about ourselves and others and life and men and women and relationships and you know, all kinds of decisions right then. And those decisions become our inner programming that we then live from from that point on. So if I decide that, you know, men leave women, I then subconsciously set up because these things all go into our subconscious programming. And so from that point on, I might experience men leaving me all the time, you know, and it's that type of thing that I, I subconsciously create or attract or set up situations that kind of prove that whatever I decided right then was true. So it's all, it all happens in our subconscious mind. Yes. This is fascinating. Sorry, and I have dogs in the background for some reason. They're especially active today. So <laughs> you hear movement. That's what's going on. That's so, okay. So these these incidents come up. And then so it, when people become aware of them, is that enough? Just having that awareness? Or is there, or is there something more that needs to be done with that? Um, well, yes, there is actually. And that's the work that I do. Um, it's a lot of times feeling the emotions that perhaps you didn't feel at that moment. It's discovering or discerning the decisions that you made right then. Um, it's also, also, like I said, getting in touch with the spiritual level of things. So what was I supposed to learn from that? What was I supposed to bring to the world from that experience? Um, maybe this is part of my purpose, you know, to teach people how to communicate in relationships or, or whatever it ends up being. But there's, there's several different layers that we look at in this work, and they're all really important. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is fascinating. 
So it really is, and I love what you're saying, is how these, these events happen, and we decide. I can see that instantaneously. Well, this means men leave. This means I'm not lovable. Right. At some level, and I suppose, depending on how old we were, how developed our brains were at the point, at that point, it can mean any number of catastrophic things. <laughs> yes. And some of these things happen before we're even three or even in the womb, <laughs> you know, right. uh, even prior to being in the womb. So there's a lot of decisions that are very powerfully programmed um, right from the get go, as they say. Wow, that's really, really powerful. Yeah. So what kind of, you know, you're talking about the spiritual lessons. You know, when you said that one of them is is an idea of, you know, what kind of work are you supposed to bring to the world? You know, what what can you then bring in and teach? What other kind of lessons do people learn from these things? Is there, can you just sort of generally speak to patterns of that or is that too difficult? Um, well, I think probably the main thing is, like you said, what what lesson is, what, what did I receive from this that I'm now supposed to do something with? What is my spiritual purpose in being here? Um, you know, there's there's tons of things that people get from these experiences, but there's always that spiritual level as well. You know, what is my purpose here? What is, what is my gift? What is my superpower? <laughs> uh, yeah. Got it. Yeah, and that is, you know, just so many of the the people that I work with. It's funny because they often feel a little bit like a fraud mm, because yeah. they they have had to deal and are still dealing with layers of very issues that they're teaching other people about and working. Yes. With. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's so important. Um, there's a great story I always like to tell my students about Gandhi he was called to help a woman with her child. And the woman said, Gandhi, please help my child. He's addicted to sugar. And Gandhi said, um, I'll be back in four days. <laughs> and so he comes back in four days. And she says, well, why, why, did you, why did you have to come back in four days? And he said, well, I had to deal with my own addiction to sugar first. <laughs> so, yeah. Definitely. And I know that in, in my teaching, you know, I definitely felt like a fraud because I, you know, who am I? What am I doing with all of this information? So it's taken me years to finally say, okay, yeah, you know, it's okay for me to have all of this and I deserve this and everybody deserves this from me. So that's a very, very common <laughs> reaction that people have. Yeah. You know, so one of the um, things that I think you talk about is is around regret, mm. and and you know, what what do you suggest people do with regret if that's something that's coming up for them? Ah, yeah, I just wrote a whole blog about that. Um, regret is so powerful; it triggers us in so many ways because. One of the things that I didn't mention about the work that I do is I help people get in touch with not only incidents that happened to them, but things that they did. Uh, and I think that's even more powerful in terms of um, the programming ability that it has. So, you know, it's one thing to be hit on the head with a baseball bat and decide things about people hitting me on the head. It's another thing to have a baseball bat and hit somebody with it. 
those decisions that we make about ourselves are huge. So we start to have all kinds of kind of nebulous <laughs> feelings of regret that happen uh, and get triggered by even the smallest of things. You know, um, the example I used in my blog was was a student calling me and saying, oh, I can't remember what I used to feed my son for breakfast. Oh, my God, I was a horrible mom, you know, and she was going on and on about this. And what it really was about was something much deeper, that there was a deeper regret about something that she had done way the heck back there in some past life, you know. Um, and that's what happens from those things. We we start to feel these ongoing this ongoing sense of regret about so many things that, that are, you know, relatively meaningless. I mean, you can't remember what you fed your son for, for breakfast is relatively meaningless in the grand scheme of things. Right. <laughs> but it was tri- what, what it was triggering was very meaningful for her. Yes. And so, so then what you would do is then go back and look at that thing in the past. Yes. And help. Again, I guess, figure out what she had decided about herself or that being had decided about herself. Yes. And do people ever have a hard time with the decisions that they come up? Let's, let's say they come up with the decision, you know what, I'm a bad person, you know, like this. Maybe I didn't care enough, you know, take good enough care of my son. That's sort of like what it sounds like. Right. How do you undo that belief? Well... When you have those kind of memories and you get in touch with what you decided and you may have decided, yes, I'm a bad person. And I've seen a lot of things in my own inner work where that was the decision that I made. It's a lot of times pretty tough to resolve that. But again, when you start bringing in the spiritual aspect of it and you see that, okay, well, that taught me that I was supposed to be a teacher or that taught me that I was supposed to help children and look at all that I've done and look and look at what I can do based on what I'm now re- remembering, it starts to naturally resolve because you clean it up. You know, you, you take action in the real world. I'm, I'm really big on having people take action with the realizations that they have. Otherwise, it's just a thought and it's, it's nice and it's good and it's releasing. But now what do you do with that in the real world? So, yes, did that answer your question? Yes, it does. It does. And so for that, you know, even for this mother, it's, it's maybe just, you know, if your, your son has already come and gone, well, not, you know what I mean, grown up, gone and done their own thing. So then it's, it's, who am I supposed to be going forward with other people? Maybe potentially. Yes. Or, or even cleaning it up with him, you know, calling him up and saying, hey, I just had this weird thought. I can't remember what I used to give you for breakfast, you know, and having a discussion with your son. And maybe he's holding on to some of that stuff, too. So it really opens the door for very meaningful uh, communication with people, cleaning that up. And, you know, who knows? He probably doesn't even care <laughs> what you made him for breakfast. So you get to experience that, too. You know, there have been a lot of incidents that I've gotten in touch with that I've tried to clean up with people. And they're like, what are you talking about? I don't even remember you doing that, you know. So it, it's pretty interesting what happens from taking action with all of this stuff. Yes, yes. And I love that, that how a lot of it is just getting into communication with the person about yes. 
I, I am afraid, I am sorry that I did this and or. Or can know, I take you out for breakfast? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, my children, right before I got on the call today is their first day of school. I don't make them breakfast. They make their own breakfast. So oh, okay. Maybe someday I'll be guilty about that, but not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Wait about 20 years. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. Well, thank you, Royce. It's so fun. Thank you for letting me sort of, I always want to know how, you know, you go about doing things because sometimes when we're, we're in the midst of something and it feels so overwhelming, it's hard to know that there's a way that you really can get out of it. Yes. Very true. Yeah. And there is, there always is. Yeah. Thank you. Can you remind people again, I'll put it in the show notes, but where your, uh, what your websites are. It's RoyceMorales.com. And that's Royce with an R. Sometimes people don't <laughs> realize that it's Royce and not Joyce. And it's PerfectLifeAwakening.com. It's the same website, just two different addresses. That is great. Thank you so much, Royce. Listeners. Thank you. This was fun. Yes, it's super. It really is. Uh, I enjoyed this so much. And listeners, I want to appreciate you for showing up for you and for yourselves. If you want more of this type of conversation, we have a ton of podcasts. If you go to superpowerexperts.com slash the net, you can get an app that will stream these kind of conversations and bring them straight to you. And until next time, go out and remember that you do hold the power to change and transform your world. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today. 